Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's 535 and free on Rock 102. Not going to be a bad day today. It's a mix of sun and clouds. High of 48 tonight. Clear low of 30 for tomorrow. Mostly sunny and high of 48. It's about 34 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us today. There's, uh, whoo, man, there's some Patriots stuff to talk about today. That was a good game. Real good. We'll talk about that and some other stuff, too. Also, the Bright Nights Ball was on Saturday. Probably going to talk about Bacon Fest. Steve is here. We're going to rip things up. Starting right now. It's 535 on Rock 102. 8 a.m. every Thursday. The Leah Auto Group is... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 in Pink Floyd to Rock 102. Going to be uh, partly uh, to mostly cloudy today. Uh, you have a better uh, idea of the weather back, so I didn't really... Uh, oh, well, yeah, partly to... Uh, well, it's okay. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds is what I'm telling everybody. High of 48, and for tonight, clear. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, and a high of 48. 34 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. I was going to say that. Why didn't you let me finish? Well, then... Jeez, uh, Man, sorry. you stepping all over me this morning. Hope, <laughs> sorry to overly assert myself. I, mm. Would you like to give the current temperature, Steve? No, uh, no, because I don't have it in front of me anymore. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve Naylor? Uh, brass against. Do you know this, uh, man? I didn't know anything about him until just uh, yeah. a handful of days ago. They uh, stole the show on uh, November 12th at uh, Welcome to Rockville when frontwoman Sophia Eurista peed on a willing fan while performing on stage. And they say showmanship is dead. <clears throat> As she sang Rage Against the Machines Wake Up, uh, Eurista unleashed a powerful stream as the fan lay face up on the festival stage. She really had to go. And you know what? Yeah. How many times has like a guitar player thrown a pick into the crowd and everyone goes bananas or a drummer throws a broken drumstick? This is something to remember forever. Uh, in case you're unfamiliar with Brass Against, the rock collective uh, creates uh, brass versions of songs from Tool, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, Black Sabbath, and many others. Tom Morello has given the group uh, his seal of approval. Anyway, a fan in attendance got golden showered, if you will, for reasons that remain unclear. He appeared to have a GoPro on his head at first, but it fell off. As he began to lay on the ground, the dude seemed to enjoy himself, though, with the crowd going absolutely nuts as Eurista let loose on the guy. The band continued playing throughout the bridge of Wake Up like everything was normal, while Eurista repeated Zach De La Rocha's haunting I Think I Heard a Shot lyric. Now, this woman, uh, Miss Eurethra, uh, um, as she's performing, did you see the video of this, by the way? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you almost have to see it. Yeah. Because... She really had to go. I mean, it's like it's like she probably had like three or four, you know, bladder buster sized mm-hmm. sodas from like a from like a like a from a gas station. Yeah. And just I mean, I don't even know how you can perform having to go. Don't you go to the bathroom before you hit the stage? You took two seven eleven big gulps and you went on stage thinking you didn't have to go to the bathroom during your set. Which makes me think this was not like a like an extemporaneous type of form of uh, you know. Uh, improv like she knew how can i make this performance really sizzle once the stream ceased the pee drinking uh, gentleman celebrated like his first child had just been born he rattled off some tiger woods arm pumps and followed it up by 
spraying uh, the liquid from his mouth like Triple H entering the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> this is res- written by Loudwire, by the way. Wow, that's a that's a great show. Yeah, you know, listen, th- th- some of the most memorable shows I've ever been to all happened because someone spewed some sort of liquid or fluid on me. You know, I w- I listened to. Is that out yet? The interview. It's out. Yeah. It's out. So I listened to your interview uh, with uh, They Might Be Giants. Yeah. The other day, and he like. <laughs> the, the the scene he was describing in that Milwaukee club where the guy was giving him the finger the entire night during the show. Right. And then asked him for a t-shirt afterwards and they're like, "What? Well, didn't did, did you like the show?" And he's oh, like, yeah, I well, loved yeah, it. I loved it. I was just messing with you, man." Like But th- see, that's a distraction. Yeah. See, this lady took it all the way. Yeah, but just... but even still, if she's going to release herself on you, the very least you can do is give him at least a credit at the merch yeah. table for, for for a clean t-shirt. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't really want to go see a uh, what the hell is the name of the band again? Is something a, brass, a brass, uh, brass uh, action, brass. Oh. See, that would be something for Brass Attack to do because that's a, you know now the, that I'd like to see. Yeah, a local I'd like to band see that. Doing yeah, right. Brass Attack. All right. Uh, Paris Hilton got married Thursday night, then had a carnival on Friday, followed by dinner and dancing Saturday night. A three-day wedding wow. with a carnival? Well, that's probably going to be like a three-day marriage. Celebrity guests included Kim Kardashian, Emma Roberts, Jaden Smith, and Nicole and Sophia Richie. Ooh. Wow. Well, all the yeah. big names. Had a carnival on Friday. What about you hired just, a parking lot <laughs> carnival to come to your house? Like, like little rides and, you know, like little pony rides and stuff? There was, there's this, uh, every time I've been to Atlanta, and I've asked my sister about this, every time on, on the drive to the airport yes. on I-75, there is this carnival that's seemingly set up and operational with nobody there. It's right off the side of the highway, and it's been open every single, and no matter what time of the year I go down there, <laughs> it's been open every time of the no one seems to have any information on it. I even went on Reddit to the like Atlanta forums to say, hey, what's the deal with this thing? Because my sister's never looked into it either. She goes, I've always wanted to stop there. Because it has like a, there's like the food trucks are right. there. It, or the, you know, the rides the and games of skill. And there's, yeah, there's a Ferris wheel. There, nice. it, but it's all lit up, but it doesn't seem like there's anybody there. Huh. It's weird. What's the deal with that? That's, uh, I mean, if you're going to have a carnival, you at least expect that someone's going to be there to operate it. Yeah. Well, maybe Paris Hilton hired him to go to her house. I don't yes. know. Britney Spears is free. Her conservatorship was officially terminated on Friday. Britney posted a video of her fans celebrating and said, quote, I think I'm going to cry the rest of the day. Best day ever. And then she blew it all on Red 13 at the <laughs> casino. <laughs> then she was asked to pay off some bills. Yeah. Uh, could you pay this bill? Uh, someone made a calculator that shows you how long it takes Elon Musk to earn a certain amount of money. For instance, the average salary in the U.S. is about $51,000, and it takes Elon two minutes and 15 seconds to make that. He deserves it, though, don't you think? Yeah. See, I don't. I, I despise people like that. Why? He's worked hard for the money. Has he really? Or has he, uh, you know, done some serious mis- had some serious misgivings in the stock market? Well, they may have had that too, but you know we've had some serious misgivings, and we're doing all right. Yes, but we did it the right way. <laughs> Adam Driver's first—not if you talk to Mass Live. Adam Driver's first and only Comic Con appearance was not exactly positive, so he's never been back. He didn't enjoy having to hole up in his hotel room and disguise himself so fans wouldn't recognize him. You know, I, 
I understand, like, you want a certain level of privacy and stuff, but you kind of signed up for that when you joined that whole comic book universe role. And that there, there are super fans out there, and this is how you make your money. Yeah, but Steve, even at our level of extraordinary fame, you must admit, there are some people, some fans, that just go a little bit overboard. Imagine imagine being that guy, you know, Adam yeah. Driver going to a Comic-Con convention and you got every dweeb nerd and and loser uh, you know milling around there see the guy, "Oh, it's Kylo Ren." And they and they're all over him. At yeah, some yeah, point yeah. he's going to say, "You know what? I I I didn't sign up for this one." Well, I'm never going here again. And Joe Rogan says that he's so flexible flexible he could pleasure himself orally. Really? Although he has not. Uh you can and you haven't. Yeah, dude, give me a break, dude. You have. You have. And you will because if you think you can, it's probably because you've given it a try. Uh, he goes, I can flatten my body out if you can bend your head and go fully flat. Where do you think your face is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, okay, he has. Joe. He has. Yeah. If to say you you could and then you haven't, you're Please. a liar. <laughs> you're an absolute liar. Because I'd be doing it every. I wouldn't even have a job. I'd be here. I'd be at my home. Can you come to work today, Steve? Nope. No. I'm, I'm being flexible. <laughs> Just waiting for my shipment from Alto of Altoids from Amazon, and I'll be all set. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, as it turned out, the Patriots didn't need that guy Odell Beckham to humiliate the Cleveland Browns. They were able to do it all by themselves. Thereby leaving the door wide open for Bill Belichick to bust down the front door and shove all his sublimated rage down their smug little throats. After all, they did fire the guy 26 years ago, and I'm sure that still burns with a raging and fury of unrelenting uh, anger. However, yesterday the Patriots took the previous uh, five of uh, the previous five and four Cleveland Browns and magically turned them into the New York Jets, crushing their will to live by a marginally lopsided score of 45-17. Now. If your kid were playing in a game with a score like that, they'd end the game by using the mercy rule. That way, your adorable children would avoid a lifetime of suppressed memories and psychological trauma. In the pros, they keep playing, and when the pros play the Patriots, there is no letting up and making it close. For the Patriots, you play until the other guy can barely breathe. In this case, it was the Browns who were drowning in a sea of disastrous misfortune. I mean, look at these numbers. Mac Jones, 192 yards passing, three touchdowns, a completion percentage of 82.6%. Granted, those were those two sacks against him, but that's nothing compared to the five sacks that the Patriots uh, sacked and hobbled Baker Mayfield and his equally ineffectual replacement, Case Keenum. What I'm telling you is the Cleveland Browns never stood a chance, and having Odell Beckham on either side wouldn't have made a damn bit of difference. Ultimately, what's important to point out is that the Patriots have now won four in a row, five out of the last six, and during those four wins, they have outscored their feeble opponents 150 to 50. Now, I'm no math whiz, but according to my calculations, that's a difference of 100 points. And oh yeah, I would like to mention that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lost their second straight this time to the Washington football team. One more loss, and I will have intentionally forgotten his name. 
So let's keep all this ass kickery going, because Thursday night they face Atlanta, and they're almost as worse as the Browns. You getting excited yet? Well, you should, because things are starting to look fantastic. But hey, never mind yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's Ace Hardware is your power tool headquarters. I'm counting 17 different power tool deals in Rocky's November sales flyer. 17 of them. A Craftsman wet dry vac, a DeWalt cordless drill and driver, 15 more. Craftsman, DeWalt, Milwaukee, Black & Decker. For power tools, you need to go to your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Ashok Rock at 610 and Tom Petty and Rock 102. We are going to see uh, partly cloudy skies today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us uh, a little bit later on this morning. Believe it or not, there is some football to talk about. Uh, yeah, lots of football. Uh, that was kind of a blowout yesterday, wasn't it? It was a uh, it was a blowout, you know. And, and I and I like to say you know those kind of games bore me, but no, they really don't. as long as they're not against me, I'm I'm pretty good. If it's if it's somebody else getting their ass kicked, I'm pretty cool with that. So much that uh, Troy Hill was like, I can't take this anymore. I'm gonna get out of the game. <laughs> Got it. I just gonna pack my yeah. bags and go. You guys can ride the bus back home by yourselves. Yeah. Do you mind if I take this ambulance? Yeah. Uh, Seems a faster way to travel. I just watched that video of what's the name of the band again? Something uh, brass, brass action, brass, uh, brass, uh, brass, uh, uh, brass against, brass against. Yeah, uh, and uh, I just it's the, it's uh, the front woman uh, decided to um, use a fan to relieve herself onto on the stage, and I just watched the entire video. Yeah. I asked you, did you see the video? And yeah. you said no. I said you got to take yeah. a look at it. It's like yeah. it's like 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 barnyard type of yeah. you know, <laughs> urination. I remember uh, I remember years ago I had a friend uh, out in upstate New York, and her dad owned a, a dairy farm. The whole family owned a dairy farm, right? And uh, we would go into the barns every once in a while, and then it, just out of nowhere, a cow would start urinating. You know, in its stall. Right. And I was like, man, that's like, uh, I thought the, those shower heads were illegal anymore. <laughs> I, didn't, I thought they all had water savers on them. What's going on there? That's exactly what this looked like. So how, how do you how do you even step on stage? Yeah. You have to go that. Don't you don't you go before you perform? Yeah, that's uh, that's gross. That's disgusting. I would I wouldn't even want to be anywhere around that. Like if that started happening and. You know, it's like you're at a Gallagher show. You got to put plastic over you to cover yourself. I don't know, man. This is like you know, this is like one one classier yeah. step up from a Gigi Allen show. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty gross. It's gross, but on the other hand, it, that's you know that's today's showmanship. Yeah, but they said it was like so out of the band's character. Like they don't do stuff like that. Okay, that's but the not... the woman clearly had to go, and and you you know you don't you don't pee that much. Without it, you know, becoming an emergency situation. And the band said in a statement, uh, "This doesn't happen all the time, by the way." <laughs> I was like, well, "I'm glad it doesn't." I'm telling you, I, if if I were that guy, I would demand some credit at the merch table. That was like Lady Gaga. I don't know how many years ago that was, where she threw up on the lady at the South by Southwest uh, festival. Yes, at, at, at some sort of art. But to be fair, yeah, there were a lot of people that throw up at the South by Southwest Festival. Well, just because it was that. Well, yeah. yeah once you see right. that, it kind of it kind of launches into a into a collective. Um. So uh, you and I uh, had quite the night the other night at the Bright Nights Ball. We uh, we brought our lady friends uh, mm-hmm. over to the ball, and uh, you've never been before. And I and I tried to give you. 
a little heads up what to expect. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure that there'll be, well, there would be some who would say, and and by by that I would say like a Scott Cohen who would say you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a phony. But then again, that's coming from Scott Cohen saying that. Well, so anywhere Scott Cohen goes, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a phony. So. Right. Uh, you know, I I I, I expected. Everything that happened there was I kind of expected just because of all the stories that you guys have told over the years of of being there and and doing the the event. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't like so surprised, and I really wasn't like I, I kind of know that this is a group of people getting together that I wouldn't normally be part of circles with. You know what I mean? Well, how, I, how to I say it, that without. I'm not trying to be insulting. No, 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 no. It's not yeah. insulting at all. The, the to clarify, these are a group of people that would never normally invite <laughs> the likes of you and I to their parties. Well, when I showed up, I said, uh, you know, they're like, "Oh, would you like to register for the silent auction?" And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe I could throw down maybe uh, a four hundred, five hundred dollars. You know, maybe uh, you know on something good." Oh, uh, please, yeah. The starting bit on anything was at least twenty five hundred, and I'm like, no, I need to pay my mortgage at the end of the month. I can't really afford that. <laughs> my children require college. Yeah, they they need things and clothes and food. Right, but you know the uh, thing is, they they get it, and, yeah. and, and you know people will bid and they'll they'll get all the the right. money because it, and it does all go right. into into bright nights. I mean, it it really truly does. Yeah, and but, but that the good the good thing is that it's done for a great community event. That that's what it's for, without it's a doubt. The, and it's these folks who have the money that that are able to, to bid on those things. So I'm not I'm not making fun of anybody there. No, I'm no. just saying like that's just I I couldn't do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's yeah. there's a uh, there's a scale of economy yeah. that exists yeah. uh, there. So you, you and I were doing the live auction, yeah. and uh, we were. And actually, it was a really nice uh, auction item that we're doing. It was like Chef Wayne was going to cook for like a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of people at his house or mm-hmm. he go to your house it didn't right. really matter and he was going to bring bourbon and and cigars and and he was going to bring a party because the dude brings a party wherever he and, goes and he even upped it from six guests to eight guests exactly which he's, was he's a very generous man so uh you know it the bidding was supposed to start off at what would we say two grand yeah i think it was, that was the starting bid that was a starting bid now normally in, a, in an auction you start off at the at the starting number, yeah. and then it goes down. Yeah, because nobody bites right away. No, here, uh, here people start bidding on it right away. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the 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 price gets jacked well, up. Well, you know, it went to it went to uh, fifty five hundred, and I said and I said six six thousand dollars. Right. right? And then nobody raises their hands, and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, 500 extra dollars is uh, too rich for your blood here? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, it went for $5,500, and I was just like, oh, man, I, I'm going to put my $400 back in my pocket. I don't even know if you, uh, if you saw this, but there was at one point where we're doing the auction, and uh, to, my, uh, to my right was Bud Williams sitting uh-huh. in the front row. Uh-huh. And there must have been like a like a speck of dust or or, or something or like mm-hmm. some glitter that it, that had fallen. And he starts you know waving his you know waving you know in front of his face to kind right. of get this out of his face. And I'm thinking, 
oh my god, did Bud just bid five thousand yeah, dollars on a dinner with Chef Wayne? Well, I don't have that kind of money. But he look. But Bud looks at me and he's like, no, 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 no. It's yeah, not me. Yeah, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, but don't do that. So I think uh, I think the capper of the night, and we talked about this on Friday. Um, there is a tendency mm-hmm. at these big. Uh, Big events for Mass Live to show up yeah. and take pictures uh, of everybody, and uh, the same people from Mass Live showing up to take these pictures. It's, it's the same, yeah. It's the same uh, couple uh-huh. of photographers, and it's like, uh, okay, so everyone's all dressed up and looking uh, looking great and everything, and you, you expect that there's uh, there's going to be a gallery uh-huh. the following day in Mass Live. <laughs> Now go on, Steve. Uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take uh, control of this so, part for uh, just a little bit, since it's really well. For, first, it's of all, all genius. The idea that the local media outlet has no idea who we are, and uh, listen, you don't have to listen to us. I get it. There's a lot of people out there that don't care for us, and and that's fine. But it's not like. We're the new morning show on the block, you know. <laughs> you guys have been on the air for like 26 years. I've yeah. been here for 17. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a we're known. Yeah, at least you, at least you've heard well, of us. Well, let's just say we're recognizable. Yeah. And uh you know, so this guy uh comes up, I believe it's Ed Cohen is the is his name. I've seen him many times at many different events. And uh he comes up to both of us and he's trying to get our names, and he uh, starts with you, and then you just say, "I'm Bax." I said, I, "He said, yeah, what's your name?" I said, "It's uh, Bax from Rock 102." Yeah, that's all. That's what I say. He said, "That's what you want to be known as." He goes, "Bax 102." That's what you want. And I he's said, like, "No, no, Bax no. from Rock 102." I made a very specific. No, yeah. Bax from Rock 102. Yeah, right. Because you know, I don't want to just. Give you know, Mike Baxendale and have people say, well, "Is that him?" I'm not really sure. Just like, okay, yeah. let's let's be you know out there and say Bax from Rock 102. And right. I'm watching them write down the note, and it just says Bax 102. Right. That's so, it. So then you say that, and then my girlfriend Shannon, she gives her name. Yep. And then he gets to me, and I'm like, "Wow, this is a great opportunity to lay down something thick." Now, right? We kind of know what's coming here. Yeah. So Shan and I kind of like walk maybe like a foot away <laughs> from you because I don't think the two of us can keep a straight face, no, knowing and, what's go- what and, is about to happen. And I gave you the look, going, "Watch this!" Right? <laughs> so uh, he's asking me what my name is, and I, uh, I said, uh, "Mr. Uh, McOckner, uh Barry." Right, and he's like he and he he asked me to spell it out for him, and I'm like, damn it, I can't remember if it's you know, because I didn't want him to. Yeah, do you want the Irish version or well, the hard German version? Well, the, the Mick part, and then like what the rest of it was. I right. didn't like I didn't want him, but uh, like I I was getting a little nervous because I just wanted this to work out well. <laughs> And then, uh, so whatever, then he takes the name down, and then the night goes on. We get up the next morning, and uh, lo and behold, on Mass Live, it says, see, here's the thing. Again, with not knowing your name. Right. And it says Bax 102 on it. Which is exactly what he wrote down on his notepad. Yeah, and I'm like, are you serious? Left or right? Rock 102 staff, Bax 102. That should be your new name, by yeah, the way. Yeah, right. Hey, it's Bax 102. <laughs> and then uh, it's a, you know it says my girlfriend, Shannon, and then it says, and Barry McOchner. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
So, so you text me in the morning and yeah. you said you, you show me the picture. Well, a and friend you, of mine was nice enough to see. I, I was looking for it like the night before, right? And I couldn't find it. And then a friend of mine, she sent me the pic. She sent me the screenshot with the highlight on it. And she's like, "You made it!" <laughs> and uh, so I put I put it up. I, go ahead. I no, said, you, yeah. you you texted it to me, and yeah. all the only thing you said was, "Ta-da!" Ta-da. <laughs> Which I thought was great. So, of course, then you you post it yeah. on Facebook and said, "You know, welcome to our newest member of the right. Rock 102 Stair Staff." <laughs> yeah, Barry McOckener. Right. Uh, so I uh, so I'm like. I still can't find these actual photos online. I think the mobile version on the phone, like I didn't have my laptop in front of me. Yeah, I think it's I think a little bit different. The mobile version doesn't show the highlights when you go to the Mass Live uh, webpage. Uh, but I did find them later in the day after after a bacon and bruise yesterday. I, I got uh, home and I, I was like looking <laughs> at it. They had changed it by then. They had said, and now it says Steve Nagel, but it still says Bax One Hundred Two. But I would really like to be on the on the like listening to that phone call when they call the guy and go, dude, you got duped again, again. 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 This is the fourth time now. Two from this. This is the second time from this guy. The other two were from two kind of like they, were, they that, were like younger. They were like almost interns, I think, just kind of <laughs> taking pictures because they have nobody working over there anyway. Right. So they, you know, they. they but I would really love to be part of the conversation or just hear the conversation when, you know, it's like Ed Cohen just sitting there with his head in his hands going, <laughs> why did I do that? Why did I put well, that yeah, name They also down? got uh, Mayor uh, View's name spelled wrong. They butchered the hell out of John Views. V-I-E-W? I mean, I granted it's a lot of vowels all at once, but I mean, they, they butchered it and then have fixed it this morning. But that that first time up. I just, I just don't. Not good. I don't get it. Like with the, with the longevity of the photographers that they have there, and you know this guy no, like he's well, going you know, to, into to, a. To his credit, though, I mean, when you think about it, so he's in a room with maybe what four or five hundred people. Yeah. All right, four or five hundred people. He's taking pictures. He's writing names down like crazy. Yeah. It might. It cannot be simple to rem- to 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 remember every picture. And 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 do it right because he's writing it down by hand. Yeah, I, but yeah, because you you're, you're just trying to take as many pictures as possible. I get you. However, Mass Live has fallen for this gag four times, yeah. and every time it happens, it gets funnier and funnier. Yeah. How? But on the on the other end, uh, there's going to come a time where they're just, they're just going to say. They're never, never going to name gonna, your name, or they're never going to take my picture again. Well, that probably. may happen too. Uh, but the idea that uh, I think this was the chef's kiss of all the ones that I've done. Oh yeah, this this, this this is this is the frosting on the cake. This isn't just some like random place where they showed up to a bar and they took our picture <laughs> with you know the Rock One Two T-shirts on. This is this was a black tie event. We are all wearing tuxedos. There's gowns. There's all kinds of things going on in there. The entire Springfield glitterati is yeah. there, and uh, and we did it. So welcome to our staff. Barry McOckener. It's six twenty-five with Bax and O'Brien and Steve Nagel. Oh, and Barry McOckener on Rock One Hundred Two in the Hampshire Mall in Hadley. Uh, six twenty-nine with Bax and O'Brien at Rock One Hundred Two. Six twenty-nine. We better laugh. Tell me, 
Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Joke of the day brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Get three years complimentary maintenance at Gary Rome Hyundai. Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke. And that's no joke. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. Well, this really isn't that funny. It's kind of sad, actually. Well, Steve. It's the uh, joke of the day of the Bax and O'Brien show. No one has high expectations. I know, but I just found out the inventor of autocorrect has died. Really? His funnel is tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? (laughs) It's tomato. May may he rust and piss. (laughs) 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 Booyah! It's 635 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. That's a good story for later. That is a good story. It's uh, time for news brought to you by Servio Locksmith. They got a key for that. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. You mean Barry. Oh, Uh, yeah, Barry McConaughey. Yeah, right. right. Uh, I shot a man. What's your man got to do with me? I said I shot a man. I ain't trying to hear that, see? A 19-year-old man is in critical condition after being shot in West Springfield Wednesday night. According to West Springfield Police, around 11.15 p.m., officers were called to reports of shots fired in the area of Colony Road and Memorial Avenue. Officers weren't able to locate any evidence in the area. At around 11.45 p.m., police were called to the report of the man suffering from the gunshot wound to the chest. The man knocked on the door of an apartment approximately one quarter mile east from where the shots fired location was looking for help. Wow, you want a quarter of a mile with a gunshot wound? That's Probably more than I'd take. He was taken to Bay State Medical Center and doctors performed emergency uh, surgery. He is in critical but stable condition and is expected to be okay. Officers with the West Springfield uh, paramedics responded and brought the man to Bay State for treatment of life-threatening injuries, emergency surgery was immediately performed, and the man is in critical but stable condition is expected to survive. This is called redundancy, and we need to fill time on 22 News. Because I, everything I just told you in that paragraph was the same things in the previous two paragraphs. Well, now that you pointed out, I guess that's true. Yeah. It is I, redundant. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, there's Don Shipman the other night living it up. Yeah, uh, taking pictures with oh, all, the, yeah. uh, all the ladies at the ball. Well, it was a, quite a contingent of uh, of media types there. They had uh, Brian Lapis. Oh, yeah. They had uh, Ciara Speller. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, Shipman, of course. Br- uh, Brittany uh, Murphy was there. She looked very good. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Who else uh, did we see? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, but, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, they were all there. All the big uh, local celebritards were all hanging out, all dressed up in uh, in rentals. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I didn't talk to. I only talked to Lapis. That was the only one I talked to. I couldn't talk to anybody else. I well, talked. I, talk, to, I talked to Brittany Murphy. I talked to her. I talked to Ciara. Yeah, and you know, she's a very, very nice lady. And and asked was and and immediately asked about the Mayflower Marathon. Oh yeah, because yeah, she because yeah. she 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 did. De- you know, you know, unlike a lot of uh, people who give you the lip service, she actually comes by and donates stuff. Yeah. She's good people. She's not just there for the uh, dog and pony show. She is not. She's there to help out. I respect those who uh, who drop off food. Like well, Lapis always drops well, off food. Uh, Lapis and uh, Barry Krieger, who will be in here tomorrow, by the way. I know. I'm very excited about that. Uh, he, he comes down and makes his little donation. Sometimes it's a bigger donation. Yeah. But that, uh, that Chris Paisano, <laughs> you're lucky you get a can of lima beans out of him. Even one of them small little six-ounce <laughs> cans. Yeah, you know, the kind that fall off the truck. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I was saving my food for my family. Here's a can <laughs> of lima beans. Uh, let's see. I'll see. I want to know where they did the sobriety checkpoint the other night. Did, was it on Columbus Avenue? Did you go I, home that way? No, we went up State Street, oh, see, and, it I, wa- and it wasn't there. I would have liked to have seen, uh, you know, that happen outside of the MGM Ball, right, where everybody's going home. But I don't know where it was. I don't I, know. I, you know, th- th- there was like no uh, scuttlebutt about the uh, the checkpoint. Of course. I didn't know anybody who got drunk there anyway because the, the lines were a little bit long like for me to get extra drinks. I, just, I didn't have the patience to wait you know, yeah. behind four or five people all trying to pay with a credit card. You know, like, listen, you, you're, you're the, among the Springfield glitterati. Bring some cash. Speed up the process. Yeah, let's get this over with. I know, man. Police and uh, fire crews rested, rescued a woman on Saturday evening after she fell down a steep embankment and into a shallow stream. According to Northampton Fire Rescue, the incident happened behind Millbank Condominiums. The 53-year-old woman was pulled out of the stream and then taken back up the embankment using a sled. She was taken to Cooley Dickinson Hospital to be treated for minor injuries. We got this. Uh, we got another little news clip about this thing. Uh, that this woman, it was it was misspelled. This woman has been reduced after falling down a steep embankment. Into reduced. A yeah, well, uh, you know, it was a great weight loss program. Yeah. One hell of a vote, right? Hey, I fell down a hole, and now I've been reduced. Yeah. I may have broke, I may have broke both my legs, but I feel terrific. Uh, that's got to suck. You know, you're out probably, you know, maybe taking your dog for a walk or, mm-hmm. or something like that, and you fall down an embankment. That's, Listen, it it can happen, it. man. It, it just if it's if it's dark enough or not enough light or whatever, and you just your footing gets all messed up. I uh, I remember uh, my first night uh, being a being a student at Westfield State. Yes, uh, it was. I started in the middle of the semester because I finished college like earlier than most people. I did it in three and a half years <laughs> versus four, or five and a half. Well, five and a half. Most of those people are called doctors, though. Not they? not in my case. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, you know, I I got the ho- got the whole uh, what the hell was I talking about? I just got distracted by my thing. Uh, college, college. I college first night for the first night was in January. Yeah. So I started in the January semester, and uh, there there was this whole big thing where the school was going to be canceled the next day because of this major snowstorm coming through. Right. Yeah. So we all decided, hey, what better way to get to know each other than by drinking massive amounts of alcohol? That's called college. Yeah. That's what college is about. So we uh, we got a big giant bottle of Captain Morgan and yes. uh, we got a thirty pack of Keystone and uh, we went to town, baby. Man, and where uh, where where'd all you college kids get all that deep pockets of money? I don't know. So after about uh, two shots of rum and uh, three uh, Keystones, uh, somebody decided, hey. We know these guys that live in this apartment off campus. Who wants to go? Now, it was only like maybe a quarter mile walk, but you're talking about in a snowstorm, right? And it's not like if you were to drive there, it would probably take you about 10 minutes to get where we're going. If you walk there, it takes about five minutes, right? Okay, sure. Uh, But it's down a steep embankment, a very steep embankment from the campus of Westfield State all the way down to Route 20 right. uh, behind. And that uh, that's a pretty big, you know, elevation lift. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, so we uh, we could have gotten, you know, we could have fallen. Sure. And, and fell, and 
we all wound up with wet feet because we did step into a stream. Oh yeah. So then uh, we get to this guy, this guy's apartment, and uh, we were all like hanging our socks and shoes by the heater to oh, dry them off. That's a nice party. Then. And then we drank massive amounts of alcohol. Right. Again. Sure. Uh, and then because they probably had some alcohol there. Somebody finally gave us a ride back to campus. Oh, that's which cool. took like fifteen minutes because of the snowstorm and yeah. the direction you had to go in order to get to that place. Yeah. But we could have died. We could have uh, died of hypothermia. But, Steve, here you are. Yeah. You survived it. You had a great story to tell maybe 20 years later, and, you know, I think we're all better for it. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm being told that the uh, sobriety checkpoint was on West Columbus Avenue. Really? On Saturday night. Now, wh- we went up uh, State Street where you, you know, I mean, there were cops all over State Street because yeah. it's State Street. But there was no, uh, there was no stop. Little traffic stops up there. I would like to know how many people from the Bright Nights Ball got busted leaving there. I don't know. I, 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 the didn't martini, see, uh, I literally didn't see anybody get out of hand. Uh, one person I did see uh, on the way out. Yeah. That I mean, seemed it, to have had uh, a little bit too much. I mean, it's not like you know, Barry Krieger's retirement party where there were maybe a handful that got a little bit overserved, but not, uh, not, not uh, Saturday night. I didn't see it. Who would be overserved at Barry's party? I believe everybody was overserved at Barry's mm, party. Especially that one girl. That one, whose name shall be. Uh, stricken from the record. Where's the peanuts in this place? <laughs> Nigel, why do you talk so openly angry and mean yeah, to why, Barry? Why are you doing that? He's my friend. He's my friend. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to hang in Mrs. Baxendale's chair that's for all, hours. That's all I'm going to do. Uh, I have more news. I uh, I promise you. Why the rush? Eh, well, you know, hey, I'm just a. Uh, uh, there is a uh, silver alert. Uh, look, they're looking for somebody in Springfield. Uh, Massachusetts State Police have issued a silver alert for a woman who was last seen in Springfield on Sunday night. Deborah Omer is described as 67 years old, who is uh, five foot one and roughly 115 pounds. She has brown hair and brown eyes, and is likely wearing a dark leather jacket, dark blue sweatpants, and brown shoes. She was last seen leaving 87 Newton Road in Springfield around 10 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, Omer reportedly lives on Weaver Road in Springfield. Anyone with information is asked to call the Springfield Police Department uh, if you have any information about that. Hey, uh, your town made the news this morning. It did? The annual parking ban for the town of Hamden is scheduled to begin today. The winter parking ban will run from November 15th through April 15th. I don't know of anyone parking on the street. That's what I mean. How many people, even on Main Street, there's really no place to park no. on the street. Who's, you don't see anybody parking on Allen Street. You don't see anybody parking on the street on the you know Raymond Drive. I don't even know where anyone anyone parks. We've all got well, we've all got places for your cars. You know that's what makes that town so wonderful. Here's the thing, though, and I probably I can probably see why this is happening. You have. Uh, Different living situations nowadays. True. It's not like it has been in the last 15 years or so. More people are buying homes that are to rent them out for multiple people to live there. Or, yes. Or there's like uh, families that have adult children living with them. So there's more vehicles and cars. So those, I bet you, this it's probably part of this. You get all those people that they don't have a place, to, enough driveway to park in, 
You got, let's say you got six adults living in a house, you got six different cars. Right. You can only fit three in the driveway. Three of them are going to have to go out in the street. This is what I think it is. And you may be on to something. I'm not dismissing what you're saying. I think it's a very good possibility that is true. Uh-huh. But I also think that uh, because they don't know what kind of winter we're going to have, yeah. that when it comes to plowing the streets of Hamden, and they do a marvelous job, it only takes one knucklehead to park on the street to to, to put a crimp in the entire process. Only takes one dude who didn't figure out that there's a parking ban, and he destroys their ability to clear off the roads. They're talking to that one guy, that one guy who doesn't want to do things the way everyone else is supposed to do things. He wants to do things his way. And if that guy is out there and listening and defying the 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 rules, the road, and the ordinances of Hamden, Massachusetts, all 6,000 people in town, and that guy is going to rue the day that he decided to do things another way. You got 6,000 people in that town? I think it's actually less. Wow. I, that's, uh, I got, we, like, had, we had a bunch more, but there was no place to park. We have like 2,100 in our town. <laughs> that's a lot of folks. Lots of I'll folks. tell you, that's a, that's a growing town. Uh... Has making out with a man with facial hair ever injured you, Bex? Steve, the answer to that question is a resounding no. I have not made out with another man with facial hair. It's called beard burn, and it's actually somewhat common. A woman on TikTok posted a video of her chin all scraped up after a makeout session with some stubbly dude. Then another woman posted photos of a much more severe injury. Actual blisters on her chin. Some people think he may have given her a staph infection, meaning his stubble scratched her skin up and some staph bacteria on his face got into the wound. She hasn't confirmed or denied it, but uh, did say it healed eventually. You know, I, I'm not a, uh, you know, I had a beard for many, many years, uh-huh. uh, but it was never one of these long beard type of guys. It was, you know, yeah, you're not uh, going to confuse me with a box of cough drops or, or the dudes from ZZ Top. Yeah. Uh, but I always like to keep my beard clean a lot of these guys are not so much into the cleanliness of their beard so if you're making out with somebody right Mm -hmm. and let's just say they've got like a like an open sore on their mouth a cold sore a shanker what have you you put all those uh those whisker hairs into that open sore there's gonna be an infection steve yeah it's inevitable nothing you can do about it um, I'm looking at the pictures of this girl, and she does have, like, it's this cluster of little pus-filled blisters all over her chin. But she's got a nice personality. I think he might have given you something else. The gift that keeps on giving. Mutual funds? No, I believe uh, an STD of some sort. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, sure. Well, listen, I this. I would have assumed that if you're a dude who is not keeping up with the hygiene of your beard, there are lots of diseases and infections that can pass from one person to another. This is where we've gotten to in society because people want to be recognized. They want, you know, they want the love of, I mean, I do it all the time. I put up pictures on my, uh, my social media just so people, hey, by the way, I'm still relevant in here. You know, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever a time I put something up, because I want the attention. Of That's course. what it is. We all do it. Everybody who's on social media that posts things does it for the attention. Of course. But how much attention do you want? Now that you've got your picture and your video, 
up on uh, on TikTok where millions of people have already seen it. Right. You're showing everybody that you got this little uh, rash, if you will, on your chin. Who's ever going to want to make out with you ever again? Well, see, this is the difference between uh, those people and people who actually care about what goes on in the world. If you had some unsightly blemish, something mm-hmm. that could be screenshot and used forever against you, maybe turned into a meme that never, ever, ever goes away, Yeah, maybe you should think twice about this abrasion, this pus-filled abrasion that I have in my face. Maybe I should wait a couple of days for it to heal before I make another TikTok. Yeah. I no one, they, People don't think that. It, as long as you could just describe what happened to you. Versus showing everybody. I would never post something with a caption would read, does this look infected to you? Yeah, does this, uh, does anybody else have this? Anybody else have these pus-filled little bumps on their chin after making out with a guy with a beard? Is this supposed to happen to your flesh? I would never do that. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be partly cloudy with a high of 48. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 48. It's 34 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Pioneer Valley Arms in East Long Meadow is your... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you folks? There are times in life when humanity kicks in and you begin to feel bad for those who are less fortunate. The downtrodden, the sad forgotten souls who... Despite the hard knocks of life, dream of a different day with sunshine and puppy dogs dancing on rainbows. Unfortunately, life isn't always like that. Sometimes life just uh, clamps its vile, flesh-tearing teeth around the meatiest parts of your body and ripping it to shreds because sometimes that's how life can be. Unforgiving. Relentless. Sure, I could be talking about any number of population groups who are getting the raw end of the deal. Today, however, I will focus on only one of them. Today, I will focus on the remaining fans of the New York Jets. For those of you who are paying attention from afar, the New York Jets lost the Buffalo Bills yesterday by a score of 45-17. to Not that much different than the score that uh, the New England Patriots beat the Cleveland Browns with yesterday, but I digress. While a 45-17 point loss is a dreadful ass paddling, the loss, the seventh of their season, represents a number of things. For example, over the last four games, the Jets' defense has allowed 175 points, the second highest total by any team since the NFL merger 51 years ago. They also have become the first team to allow 45 points in three consecutive games since the New York Giants did it in 1966, back when I was only two and a half months old. And during the last four games, they have surrendered a total of 1,890 yards, which apparently is a franchise record. I honestly don't know how you Jets fans do it. You know, it's one thing to be dedicated to your favorite team. It's another thing when your favorite team is barely dedicated to themselves. To me, the worst thing that a football player could ever hear are these 15 painful words. And they are, and with the next pick in the draft, the New York Jets selects... See, the only thing worse than playing for the Jets is dedicating your entire lifetime to following them, dreaming of a day when they are no longer the worst freaking football team in America. I can't say that things are going to turn around for you people, but you do win my sympathies. And for that blind, nonsensical dedication, I tip my hat to you. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Think about Rocky's for a minute. They've been in business for 95 years. 
Could this radio show last for 95 years? Probably going to last for another 96 minutes. You count on Rockies every day for the little things like screws and shovels, but big things too, like grills and snowblowers. That's why Rockies has been around for so long. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. It's 712. With Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102 with Steve Nagel. It's going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. What a delicious surprise to welcome back our dear friend, uh, Scott Cohen. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Bax. It's see you. You know, this is what he tells me. He said, listen, I don't want to... He comes in at the start of the ACDC yeah. song, and he says, "Listen, I don't even want to talk to you. I'm going to save everything for for uh, on the air. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't, we we barely had a discussion. It's like we yeah, did not because what, what, what invariably what happens we uh, all a lot of good stuff never makes the air because it's never yet yeah. yeah, has to come come the first time. Don't give him that carte blanche. He's a loose cannon. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys are just. Uh, you know what? You know what I I you know what I love about the two of you no. aside the aside from being lovable characters and you know we've known each other a long time yes we have the two of you never disappoint you never disappoint <laughs> well we've disappointed many other people scott it's only like it's not it's barely seven fifteen. we yeah. got plenty of time oh to disappoint God. people i wish yeah i know you want to talk about sports and i and i i wish i was telling steve i wish i could do a jack nicholson impression a good one Remember in A Few Good Men, he was sitting there on, on the on the stage, and I think Tom Cruise was asking him about his underwear and phone bills and things like that. <laughs> right. And, Nich- and you know, the Nicholson, the, the colonel, said, are these really the questions you brought me here to answer? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, you guys, but Matt Jones is just going to have to take a back seat here for Really? Me. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. All right. You unload, my friend. You two are just a couple of big bats. Phonies. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, I mean, seriously? Yes. This guy over here behind me, Steve, he's sitting there with, you know, with his beautiful girlfriend, which quite frankly, anybody with half a brain is still trying to figure out. Sure. Listen, I understand that. We're all we're all trying to figure out. Was there nothing left? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the Stockholm syndrome is? Yeah. Oh, believe me, I know it. Yeah. It's like when you when you're being held hostage and and and, you know and your captor, you all of a sudden you start having feelings for them. Sure. That's obviously what's going on there. (laughs) It's a new relationship. I'm not sure it's it's gone that deep yet. And then and then the picture. You know, listen, Jenny. See, and Jenny can't do anything about a situation like that because. You're married, so right. it's legal. Sure. And there you are standing in the kitchen, and he's got the the monkey suit on that I'm sure you both rented for no, crying you, out. No, we own. We own. I, I, oh. I bought one. Oh, yeah, as yeah. you should. Yeah. But it's like you you look like a couple of misfits from the big and tall ad well, uh, in the in the Sears catalog. I think he's trying oh to say we're fat. Well, I th- I what yeah, what is exactly, that? What are you I, fat I mean, shaming us? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I mean, just because you've grown up uh, to this age with a tapeworm doesn't mean that Steve and I have to. <laughs> yeah. And then you go to the. I mean, guys, the Bright Nights boss. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's an event for all of us debutantes, if you will. I mean, who? De- I mean, I'm a debutante. Bax is a debutante. You're damn right. I mean, who? I mean, come I was on. Was the bell of the ball? Seriously. I mean, who? Who goes to that? Go ahead. Ne- the mayor was there. Oh, of course, the mayor was there. His, his Ph- whole family was there. Phony. Uh, it, uh, let's see. Uh, who else? 
Anthony Signoli. Tony Signoli I mean, was there. Come on, please. Seriously? Yes. Tony? Tony. Uh, uh, Congressman Richie Neal was there. Oh. <laughs> I think one of the other uh, highlights of the night was when oh I God. was uh, seductively eating that Tootsie Roll that looked like an uncircumcised penis. Yes. Oh, All right. right. That's, no, that's enough. That's, we didn't take See? pictures of that. But, you know, uh, the thing is, God. And Barry McCockiner? Well, oh let me tell you, is that, that's, now see, now that's a classic story. Yeah. And that shows the difference between those who go and guys like us. You know, we, we Steve specifically, has been uh, mislabeling himself with <laughs> Mass Live for catch, years. Catch names. Catch yeah. names. And uh, he got them again. And they consistently fall for it each and every time. And what's it? Well, uh, Ed Cohen, right? Is yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, he's great, and, and and he's 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 great. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's 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 kind of like dog track time there, and he just he, <laughs> oh my God, you, you guys. Know, the funny part about it is, if this were coming from anybody else, <laughs> I could easily be sure. offended by the thought that Steve and I were there. I get it. Rubbing elbows with phonies, uh, and uh, you have been known. To have the uh, the catchphrase, you couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a phony. Yes. But have we ever talked about the king of phonies, Scott Cohen himself? Well, I mean... I mean, that's let's, the, that's let's, let's, let's call a duck a duck. Mr. I was in television for 40 oh, years. Oh, well, let me tell you about my time uh, at Fenway Park. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about all the, the makeup you had to wear, all the suits you had to go, all the lacrosse games you had to sit uh, through and pretend that you really loved that being I there. That I cared. Like all, you gave even a, a little frogs, bit. Like you gave a frog's fat ass about girls' <laughs> softball. Please, uh, that never happened. And you did it all in between hair dye jobs. Now, you tell me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you tell it's me. true. Who's the phony? <laughs> Well, that's why, not. that's why I get to say it. And, you know, and because <laughs> I, there's no bigger phony than me. That's, you know what? Good on you for recognizing it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like this coming Thursday, uh, the, uh, the Springfield Rotary does their, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Service Above Self Awards. Right. And I, got M- I have to go over there and MC. Oh, it. you couldn't swing uh, a dead cat without uh, hitting a phony uh, in that place. Oh, my place. God, a room full of phonies. And it's just like I got to, you know, ah. <laughs> uh, That's why they keep asking just, me it's, it's just awful. All right. Let's, uh, we do need to talk about some football, though. We do. We do. The Mac Jones and the Patriots are just, now things are starting to really cook. You know, you know, each game they're getting better and better. They're not got four wins in a row, and you know, granted, you know, uh, the the Browns are not a great team, but they are not they're terrible. Good. No, they're good enough. They are good enough, and and to have whooped them like this uh, is is remarkable. They're a they're a uh, a field goal attempt that clanged off the upright away from being seven and three. Yeah. And listen, um, Mac Mac Jones is clearly the best uh, rookie quarterback um, in the draft. There's no question about it. Maybe in a couple of years. I, he's he is he is at, and listen, this is hyperbole and all that. He is he is right. He is Tom Brady 2.0. Um, the Patriots had four drives, four over 90 yards yesterday. He started like on the one yard line and and drove him right down the field for a touchdown. Seven of nine on third down. Uh, they're just he's incredible. They're incredible. That's a very very good football team. There's a there's a stat that I read uh, this morning. Then the last four wins. Now they've won five out of the last six, but in the last four, they have outscored their opponents 150. 
to 50. Right. I mean, think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. The fact that they are, you know, it's virtually a tie between them and Buffalo right now. Buffalo's played one less game, Mm -hmm. but they've both won six. So, you know, technically the Patriots are in second place, but that may not last very long because you've got Buffalo coming up in a couple of weeks. And Atlanta is uh, Thursday night. Short turnaround. That's gonna. That'll be tough. That'll be tough. But Atlanta's not any. They're not better than Cleveland. In fact, I would say they're maybe worse than Cleveland. Yeah, and the, and you know one other thing to remember too. This is basically you know um, you know in uh, in in baseball when all of a sudden like the the second or third time the batter faces the pitcher they figure him out. Right. Mac Jones. This is this is all brand new for Mac Jones. Okay. Right. He's he's a rookie. Every every week is a brand new thing. This is going to be the quick Thursday turnaround for him. How he reacts to that, but this he has he has checked all the boxes, uh, and they're they're playing great, solid as a rock, man. Well, we, you know, we've got to be really happy he's, about it. He's coming out of a game like this, um, you know, sacked a couple times, but uninjured. That's, that's fine. That's that's fine. You know, the Browns got sacked five times mm-hmm. yesterday, but you know, he comes out relatively unscathed. You know, he's young enough. That you know, a couple days off before he gets into another, into another game, uh, that he may be able to bounce back real quick. But you know, nevertheless, like you said, his resiliency so far has been such where you say, if there's anybody who's going to maybe rise to the occasion for a game just a few days off, maybe it's this guy. Yeah, and their defense is playing remarkable they're playing remarkable and the other thing is that i was noticing yesterday is you can see how all the veterans are rallying around him a couple of the uh a couple of the touchdowns that uh that they had they're all jumping around they real they love this kid yeah. they love him they love him cam newton uh scores a couple touchdowns yeah. you know yesterday. what i was um we've discussed this before I'm a big Cam Newton fan. I I had no I had no issue with him as the Patriots quarterback. That was great to see yesterday. Signed by Carolina, yep. he can he can end up making you know fifteen sixteen million bucks uh, this year. That's one of those situations where it's like you know, the guy. It's always about being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and you know being in the Patriots, uh, while it was you know a, it did it may not have worked out. You know, he had no preseason. He had COVID. He had a lot of things in his way, and not a lot of weapons to play with. Yeah. You know, he wasn't real. It wasn't really designed for a guy like Cam Newton to <laughs> succeed. But you bring him back to where he's he's comfortable and known, and he winds up playing a great game right out of the shoot. So good, good for him. No question. And you know, being a he he was a victim of circumstance here. I was going to say, you know, he he got COVID. Uh, kind of like halfway through the preseason, missed a really important chunk of, chunk of time, and you know he got under Belichick's skin finally, and and they get rid of him, and that opened the door for Mac Jones to get you know his training from day one. It just worked out for everybody, but yeah. good, good for Cam Newton. And uh, Tom Brady uh, stunk the joint join up yesterday. He did. Do you see the post game press conference that he did? I did see it, a, and uh, a minute forty five seconds. Not happy, and this is his second loss in a row, and not for nothing. Um, losing to the Washington football team. Hey, hey, I know take your, it I know, easy. I know they're your team, but it, losing to them for Tom Brady is like, uh, you know, it would be like the Patriots losing to Jacksonville. Yep. That Pretty should much. never have happened. No, it should Ever. not have. It should not have. And your boy Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you know, comes out, you know, takes the shower, gets all the, the stink off of him. And and plays great yesterday. Yeah, he played great, but you know, there's there's still some stink on him, and that's uh, that's <laughs> unfortunate. But it is what it is. It is what it is. See you next week at the Mayflower Marathon. 
Uh, yeah, uh, definitely so, and really looking forward to that with you guys. Always do a great job with it. Awesome. Appreciate it. You bet. Scott Cohen, it's uh, 724 on Rock 102. Available every single weekday on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on VaxOBrien.com. Wherever you look for podcasts, you will find it. And uh, this week, uh, Baxley's musical podcast, my guest John Flansberg from They Might Be Giants. They, uh, they're about to, actually, they just released their latest album. I believe it's now their 21st, 22nd record and a book, both of them entitled Book. And they're coming to Northampton on March 27th at the Academy of Music and at Mass Mocha in September in North Adams. So They Might Be Giants. Pretty cool interview, and you can check that out on BaxnoBrian.com. I, uh, I told you I listened to it over the uh, weekend. I get, uh, first, I get first listen. Yeah, you, you, you uh, did. Before you get it. You got first dibs. And uh, it was actually a great interview. Thank you. Uh, Thank I, you. I was, uh, <clears throat> well, no, I'm not trying to, you know, grease your balls. You're really, you're not that great uh, to begin with. I'm just, you know. No, I'm just I, saying I'm that not particular t- interview was great because I, I'm interested in the content. Sure. No, I get it. your stuff. <laughs> Who's listening to that? Well, apparently you're not because uh, I, I, that's not even the best of them. Uh, but, uh, no, it was really, it was, I love it, like getting in depth with the in-depth interviews with these artists and and not just not just like hey what what made you decide to write the song you know yeah no no you no. got to ask the right questions and i think with your experience of being part of that scene i think that music scene uh, back in, in in those times and seeing them live when they were you know, back in the late 80s. Yeah. You know, that helps w- when you're getting information out of somebody well, because they're more comfortable as an interviewee or interview. Wait, what is it? Interviewee or interview- inter- interviewer? Interviewer. He would be the interviewee. Interviewee. Right. Uh, that makes them more comfortable to open up about these great little stories. And it was filled with, with all he that. Had a, he had a lot yeah. of them. And uh, he's like one of those guys where I could probably have squeezed another hour out of him if he didn't have other obligations. But I got another one coming up next week uh, that I'm recording, I think, on uh, Wednesday. And uh, it's with a uh, – this time we're going to – it's a, it's with a, a metal guy, a real good one. And he's got a hell of a story to tell, so I'm actually looking forward to that. I don't want to say who it is, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. Glenn Danzig. Glenn Danzig has said flat out no so what? far. Yeah, I know. He said no? I've had a few people flat out to say absolutely not. Glenn Danzig said no. Glenn Danzig keeps himself very, very busy. Mother, <laughs> tell your children not to turn backs away. I know, I know. He said no. I had Henry Rollins say no. Well, we did a Henry Rollins. Uh, I know. Well, that but was it, like a brief uh, kind of thing. It was like probably no more than six minutes. And I you know, I did, would love to talk to that guy for you know a good half hour, 45 minutes of all kinds of stuff. Right. But it wasn't to be. But we're working on these things. And so next week, a real good one. But John Flansburg from They Might Be Giants. And they're from Massachusetts, by the way. So I had no idea. Yeah. I thought they were from New York City. L- well, they're, they're based in New York now, but they're right. originally from Lincoln, Massachusetts, so oh, which right. is a very affluent little town, by the way. And if I do say so myself, the hometown of Mr. Greg Hawks from the Cars. Shut the front door. Oh, yeah. Don't ask me how I know that, but thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, it's 730. News is next to Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at 320 for Who the Puck Is That Player? Each week, I'll pick a different player from the Springfield Thunderbirds and tell you all about them. Then I'll give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to an upcoming Springfield Thunderbirds game. Monday afternoons at 320, who the puck is that player? Brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group. Remember, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock.
Now is the time to refinance your mortgage. Munson Savings Bank can help you refinance with low rates and a $350 off closing costs coupon. Visit MunsonSavings.Bank, your bank forever. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Looking to enliven your living space? At Allied Flooring Paint and Design, you'll find a vast selection of beautiful Mannington flooring. Shop hardwood, vinyl, laminate, and luxury vinyl tile and planks from Mannington and other top brands. And Allied is your local source for quality paints, design services, and carpet cleaning. For Mannington and more, visit Allied Flooring Paint and Design. One stop, endless possibilities. In Agawam and East Longmeadow and at AlliedFlooringAndPaint.com. Aquapump is a proud sponsor of the Baxton O'Brien Mayflower Marathon. In today's world, it's easy to give thanks. Why, you might ask? Because we're still here and we have so much to be thankful for. We live and are thankful for today because tomorrow, as you too well know, is not promised. This Thanksgiving Day, we are thankful. This message brought to you by Aquapump, who are very happy to be able to donate to the Mayflower Marathon. The folks at Aqua Pump wish everyone a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving. I make it look easy. The holidays are the perfect time to get a great deal. And for our best deals of the season, check out the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event with winner-only savings on all Hyundai vehicles. Every Hyundai comes loaded with innovative technology and safety, as well as available class-exclusive features, like the Santa Fe with H-Track all-wheel drive for wherever your journey takes you, and the Elantra with huge 10.25-inch touchscreen navigation so you never get lost. Plus, every new Hyundai comes with complimentary maintenance for three years and America's best warranty. With new cars arriving daily, it's the perfect time to get a Hyundai. It's your journey. Own it at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now, get 0% APR for 48 months on the 2022 Tucson, plus no payments for 90 days. Or sign and drive one home today. See your Western Mass Hyundai dealer today, or visit buyhyundai.com to find a dealer near you. Call 661-615-2112 for complete offer details. But you'd better hurry, because these offers are ending soon. 733 with Baxton O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering a free down payment coupon valued up to $1,400. Call today and mention Rock 102 for this special offer. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A critically injured hiker was rescued from a very steep terrain along the Metacomet Mon- Mon- Monadnock Trail. Monadnock. Mon- is that how you say it? Yeah, how, how'd you get Metacomet right, but you didn't get uh, Metacomet right? No, Metacomet I got right. Monodnock. No, no, you're thinking of that song by the Muppets. No, 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 Steve. That's Manamana. Uh, no, that's uh, the uh, the white rapper out there. Eminem. No, 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 Steve. That's uh, that's uh, that's Eminem. No, no, that's the thing that melts in your mouth and not in your hand. No, Steve. That's an Eminem. All right. You're thinking about the uh, the company that makes all the tape. No, no, no. That's 3M. <laughs> that's very good. I didn't think yeah, of that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, it was on Mount Tom. That's really what, you know, that's all I need to say. That's all right. Captain uh, Kevin Kavanagh, uh, spokesman for the Holick Fire Department, said emergency personnel were notified by cell phone that a 20-year-old hiker had fallen down an embankment. Uh, suffered a head injury and was unconscious. Rescuers from the Holyoke Fire Department, East Hampton Police Department, and members of the Western Mass Technical Rescue Team uh, located the injured man after a hike up the mountain. Emergency medical treatment was rendered at the scene, after which the victim was strapped to a Stokes basket. That's some sort of 
I don't know what that is. Uh, and lowered, uh, sure. lowered down the steep mountainside using technical rope and pulley systems to a waiting ambulance. He was transported to the nearby Reservation Visitor Center where a Lifestar helicopter had landed and was then flown to Bay State Medical Center Trauma Center. When you're only eight miles away from the hospital yes. and they have to fly you there, you're in pretty bad shape. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not even sure what a Stokes basket is. I think um, it's one of those, uh, the things that uh, they hang off the bottom of you know when they like, uh, they don't put you on the helicopter. They just fly you. Are you sure it's not one of them baskets they uh, they put like uh, like all those nip bottles in? It's some sort of like a Yankee swap thing. Um, like a maybe. gift basket. Maybe could be. I don't know. Uh, Kavanaugh said uh, it took more rescue. It took rescuers more than an hour to bring the injured hiker down from the accident scene. And uh, well, there you go. This is a my wife does a lot of hiking. She goes with her brother all the time, and uh, you know they you know they hit the trails, uh, you know they go around the mountains and all this other stuff. I cannot get into hiking at all because I really believe that with my uh, you know, bad sense of direction and my physical lack of coordination, that I am that kind of hiker. I'm the guy that's going to have to be airlifted out of the woods. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's like that's why you don't do it. You know your strengths, you acknowledge your faults. I know both. My faults are I don't know how to get home and I don't know how to get up. So, you know, that mm-hmm. it, so the idea of me strapping on some hiking boots and going out there with a stick probably not a smart idea. No, not at all. I think my wife is finally starting to figure out that hiking is not going to be my bag. I think your wife is starting to figure out. I have uh, married a man who is just uh, injury prone, and uh, I tried to warn her, Steve. Have to, I'm going to have to be his crutch for the rest of our lives. Well, you know, I didn't marry her right away. I mean, you know, yeah. we, we were around uh, together for a number of years before uh, we finally decided to jump the broom. But I think she knew, kind of going into this, this guy's not getting any younger. Yeah. Oh, he's falling apart. He's like uh, you're like Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable, where you get injured all the time and you're walking, you're riding around in a wheelchair. I would like to just remind everybody and anybody who uh, saw the pictures on online or were there that day uh, at the Munich House when I proposed that I was on a pair of crutches at the time and could not get down on my knee without having people lift me up. So, well, hey, you didn't that need should your, pretty much say everything you need to know. You didn't need your crutches Saturday. No, I didn't. And I, you were with uh, your medical guy, the guy who uh, the guy know, who uh, inject, the pr- injected me, injected you. That's right. I never got a chance to say hi to him. I didn't see you him know standing what? there. I saw his wife when I saw him yeah. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to realize who he was because he's not in the scrubs. He wasn't no, in the yeah right. No scrubs. No scrubs. Yeah. No scrubs. And he wasn't wearing a mask. Right. In the office, he has to wear a mask. Yeah. It's required. But at, at the, the Bright Nights Ball, uh, he didn't have to wear a mask. So then he, he said, hey, how you doing? And good. And he's, and he's he kind of like, you know, walking, like, by. Yeah. And he says hi. And it's like like a, like a second and a half later, like, oh, wait, it's that guy. It's that guy. The guy that drained me. Oh. And then his wife came over. And, yeah, she's just, like, the nicest lady ever. And so, uh, you know, it was all very nice and good. I saw him, and I went to go say hi to him. And then... Uh... And then Tim Rook interrupted me. Oh, Jesus. So that's always a guy you don't want to have to interrupt you. That's a guy I don't really understand why he goes to that. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, 
He well, he's, I mean, I mean, I understand. I mean, he is a, he is a a civic leader of some sort. A sixty-six-year-old uh, man was struck in the head with a tire iron, and his wife threatened by masked armed intruders who stole cash from a safe inside the couple's Riverdale Street apartment, according to police. The uh, home invasion robbery occurred just after midnight Wednesday at Bob Court Apartments on Riverdale Street. Bob Court. Is it Bob's Court? No, it's just Bob Court. Bob Court. Yeah. I always wondered that. I'm like, there's no. It's not Bob's Court. It's just Bob Court. Are you thinking of actor Bud Court from uh, Harold and Maude? No, no. I'm thinking of uh, Bud, who was on Night Court. Ooh, man! That? Which one was Bud? Bud was, uh, I think. Man, let's see. I can't remember his name. Bud Night Court. You're thinking of um, the... Charlie Robinson. His name was Bud? Mac. It Mac. Was Mac. Yeah. Mac. Mac. Bud. Mac. Kip. Skip. Something small. Well, it's all you know, that kind of thing. Well, I don't know what I you mean by that. My 80s TV show is all mixed up. I'm sorry. You wouldn't have forgotten Mark- Marky Post. Well, she's dead, too. She is dead. My God, they're all dying on that show. She was, uh, she was great. I always liked Marky Post. I interviewed Ellen Foley, who had that uh, that role before she did. Uh, Ellen Foley is also the woman that sang on uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light with Meatloaf. Oh, right. She also dated Mick Jones from The Clash. She was the first prosecutor? Is that what She was? was the first prosecutor. Hmm. Well, how come they got rid of her? That's a very good question. Even she doesn't have a good answer for it. Anyway, back to the horrible home invasion. The residents reported unknown assailants kicked in their door, and the man was hit with a tire iron during a struggle. One of the robbers had a handgun. Police said the man suffered head injuries that needed treatment at the hospital. The woman was not injured. The assailants gained entry to a safe and made off with an undetermined amount of cash. Police said the attack is not considered random, and the apartment and the residents were targeted. It remains under investigation. Imagine you get hit with a tire iron. No, Ugh. it's not that Jesus. Uh, yeah, that's not the kind of thing you expect at a nice place like Bob Court. Yeah, that that uh, whole area down there is a, that's near the Toll House. You know what I'm talking about? In See, now area? I always thought that place made cookies. No, or delicious blondies. No, I love blondies. There might be elves in there, but they're not the good kind. Really? Yeah. And bad naughty elves. I don't know. There's something about that place that kind of like. I think the logo should be a big bed bug on the outside of it. Stop. What? Well, you've never been on the inside. For all you know, it's a very, very nice apartment complex. Well, we were driving over to Dave's last week, and he got that big parking lot in Agawam where the motel used to be. Yes. And, uh, you know, I'm like I'm like the dad now that gives history, you know, of like all the <laughs> things that, oh, what was here? Yeah. And I say, hey, uh, girls, right here in this uh, this big parking lot here. That used to be a really shady motel. Once upon a time, children, there yeah. was a flea bag hotel right here on this very street. Well, why did they tear it down? Well, because it had bed bugs in pretty much every crevice and crack. Uh, I think the bed bugs were actually holding the place together. Because when people called it a crap hole, yeah. that was actually an insult to an insult to actual crap holes. Uh, Agawam's first hooker died here. <laughs> Tied right there in the bathtub. A uh, nine-year-old Dallas boy uh, has become the youngest person to die from injuries sustained during a crowd surge at the Astro World Music Festival in Houston. Ezra Blunt of uh, Dallas died Sunday at the Texas Children's Hospital in Houston. 
According to the family attorney, Ben Crump, Ezra was placed in a medically induced coma after suffering serious injuries in the November 5th uh, crush of fans during a performance by the festival's headliner, rapper Travis Scott. He is now the 10th person who attended the festival to die. You're 10 years old. You're probably going to your first concert. Yep. Somebody's taking you there. And you go to this one. And this is what happens. It's just, it's just an awful, awful thought. And not just you know, because, I mean, especially because he's a kid. But anybody who was involved in that situation, the, the idea that I am so claustrophobic that I can't like that. Even just being in in, in a in a area with that many people, right, would freak me out. Well, and, and and you know we talked about this last week and the week before that you know a good number of the injuries, not the deaths per se, yeah. but the injuries were due to people having a you know cardiac arrest. Yikes. And then getting trampled as a result of it. Yeah, because you can't breathe because you're, you know, you would think being in an open air area, you'd be able to breathe, but you can't because you're being smothered you know, the, by the, a bunch the, of people. The weird part about it is you're more likely to get injured in something like that mm-hmm. than you would in a mosh pit where, you know, it's cleared out and people are, you know, you know tossing themselves around. In a, in a situation where you're, you're literally being crushed to death, that is actually more dangerous than slam dancing with uh, you know, a bunch of skinheads. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? I know. I mean, you, it, it's counterintuitive, but it, it's true. Because at least, at least if a if a skinhead is, you know, putting his boot in your forehead, yeah, you, you'll walk away from that. You may not walk away from a crushing injury. Uh, on Thursday at around 10.45 p.m., Springfield police officers saw a car idling in a CVS parking lot on State Street. Officers saw the car to be taking up two spaces, one that was a handicapped spot. Bastards. According to uh, Ryan Walsh, the car did not have a handicap placard or permit and was not a registered vehicle. An officer approached the man, later identified as 30-year-old Michael Pinkney of Springfield. Pinkney uh, did not have insurance and had a suspended license. Uh, after taking Pinckney into custody, officers found a loaded firearm, crack cocaine, and cocaine inside his jacket. That sounds like a cry for help. Cry for help or just a serious case of being an idiot? Well, sometimes it's a, it's one and the same, isn't it? Uh, Guy had all of that stuff in his car, all of these things uh, he didn't have, the license, uh, the registered vehicle, and still parking. In a handicap spot, you know, you always, uh, you always kind of wait. You ever see somebody park in a handicap spot and they don't have the placard? They don't have yes. anything because they're just jerks and they're just parking there, and, you know, right? Not giving that space up. Uh, this is the time where you're congratulatory of the police, going, "Good for you for getting this guy." And yes. not only did he, was he just being a jerk, he uh, he had all these things that were wrong. Uh, in his car and, and uh, drugs and firearms and stuff like that. What an idiot. Yes, Steve, you, you bring up a good... How stupid could you be, you, you Mr. Do, Pinkney? You do paint an accurate portrait. Uh, you know what? That's a good point about uh, the handicap placards. I wonder how long I could use that one from my mom now. It doesn't uh, is expire. It, is until, it uh, state-specific? No, it's... Uh, it, no, because once... You, as long as you register whatever state it is, that's good anywhere in the country. Right. 
So I wonder how long I could uh, I could use that. Is there a, like a serial number on it or anything? Well, I'm sure there is. I'm sure the whole thing is. Uh, because I would think know. that if that were the case, I mean, if you could get away with it, everybody would do it. Listen, I told you that one of the biggest benefits of having my mom around was being able to park in those fancy oh, spaces. Honestly, honestly. Oh, I'll park right up front here in front of the grocery store. You know, I was, uh, I you know, this is, I, I was at a business uh, not long ago. What's it rhyme with? I don't even remember uh, the business, but let's just say it was, uh, it was a retail shop, uh-huh. okay? And I had... Uh, a situation where I needed to uh, excuse myself from the showroom floor. Okay. Okay. And uh, I went into the men's room. Now, the men's room had a urinal and it had a toilet that was sectioned off to accommodate people with disabilities. Right. It was the only toilet there, but clearly meant for someone with disabilities. Now, I know that when it comes to a, like a public restroom and you got like a bunch of smaller stalls and then like the big giant one for people in wheelchairs and stuff that you're supposed to use the smaller one because God forbid somebody really needs to. Yeah. You, but this is the only choice. Yeah. You know, do you, in a situation like that, are you required to kind of you know speed things up and uh, and ramp yourself out of there? What 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 goes on in, in the in the design of public restrooms where they got all that space but i've got a i've got an emergency situation going on what you can use that bathroom guilt-free 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 listen uh as long as let's say you walk in and all the stalls are filled and that's the only one open right that's okay to use that one yeah, but then everybody in the smaller stalls leaves, and I could be, you know, stuck behind doing, you know, God knows what. Yeah. And I, and then now I am being judged. You are being judged. What wouldn't I be? I Let's say you got three stalls, two of them are full with the, with the time you get there. They they empty out. Then a guy comes in. He really needs to use the uh, the, uh, the 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 bathroom for uh, disabilities, and now I'm in there uh, taking up space. Well, you- really stretching out because they are comfortable. They are comfortable in there. You can hang a jacket in there. Some I, of the, some of them even have the baby changing things in there, so you can like pull that down and rest all your stuff on it. You, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I can actually fold my clothes nicely. Listen, when I set up for like weddings and stuff like that, the first thing I do well, once I'm done setting up all the equipment, I go and change into nicer clothing. Right. And then uh, I usually use the handicap spot because. Yeah, you know, I'm like uh, cleaning up in there. I get uh, you're giving yourself a sponge bath, using some dry shampoo, you know, for my hair. Which hair? Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you gotta comb that. This is a <laughs> you can comb your hair with a sponge. I'm like Marsha Brady down there. Fifty strokes on each side. <laughs> Wow, I, I had no idea. You had no idea. No, I had that kind of reference in me. The, the did you? things you yeah. learn, yeah. the more you know. How do you do? <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Jan says, if you just keep <laughs> keep combing it, fifty strokes on each side. <laughs> Um, but Jen would know. Yeah. Uh, you're buying, it's brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro <laughs> Cold Brew Coffee, which I'm sure they're glad to be sponsoring this.
Uh, Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. Look for the black and white can now at every Big Y Express. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 48. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. If you're an HVAC tech, you've chosen one cool career in a hot industry. Now all you need is a workplace that opens... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 756. And Bruce Springsteen to Rock 102. It's going to be a mix of sun and clouds today and a high of 48. Tonight, clear. Low of 30 for Tuesday. Mostly sunny and a high of 48. And it's 36 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements are giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see uh, New England versus Buffalo in Foxborough Sunday, December 26th. That is a huge game and a great pair of tickets. You go to rock102.com and you sign up for your chance to win. We will choose a winner on November 29th. Your chance to win tickets to New England versus Buffalo. Built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. I didn't realize how short that song was. Yeah, I'm it's upstairs. A- I'm going to go out making coffee and- yeah, it's Doing a, all kinds of things. Only like uh, three minutes. I don't know what uh, what you were waiting on. I thought it was like 4.45. No, no. That's like a 3.45. Yeah. But you didn't miss a heartbeat, really, Steve. No, I really didn't. Sat down right, the, uh, right in time to contribute to whatever the hell this is, and it's perfect. I'm playing my game here. I, I got things to do. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's just, the bar is always set low, Steve. Oh, the bar's set very low. Can't be much lower. It's uh, just about 7.58 on Rock 102. If New England's starting quarterback throws a touchdown, you could win a Collinsville walk. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.10. And Ozzy Osbourne of Rock 102. Going to be uh, not too bad of a day today. Uh, maybe a little chilly. Uh, high of 48, though, and sunny. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we're very excited to welcome uh, not only uh, true crime author and now podcaster, Matt Phelps. M. 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 William uh, M. F- What's his name again? M. William Phelps. Thank you. Matt Phelps is how we do it. Right. But we're more excited to talk to uh, the Dean of Springfield Media, and that would be Mr. Barry Krieger. It's a show about death. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Somebody's getting murdered either way. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, as I as I mentioned last week, uh, my my mother passed away last Thursday. Right. And uh, we've been uh, we've been uh, doing a lot of planning. Five kids are doing the planning for for mom, and uh, I got to write a eulogy. Now, apparently, uh, this isn't like a comedy club where I uh, oh, I got uh, I got three minutes on uh, on oval team, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you can't do that. You're not gonna go from like church pew to church pew. No. Like it's, a, hey, where are you from? Hey, that's my hometown. It's gotta be you know with heart and feeling oh, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And my mother was a wonderful person, so I it's really not hard to come up with you know nice things to say about. Sure. Her. Uh, but there's all this, the whole planning process, and you know, with with somebody being down in in Georgia, and then having to fly the body up, and uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh, first class, by the way. She did get first class. First class cargo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice you got the upgrade. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's very expensive. The whole process. It's not even not even the, about the the flight thing. 
uh, because that uh, was was taken care of because we have a family member that works for an airline, and uh, you know that's if it's an immediate member, then you, yeah. you get you get that waived. Normally, like the definition of bereavement means mm-hmm. that you know people have experienced loss and are therefore yeah. sad as a well, result of it. But I believe uh, Webster's dictionary has added another yeah. definition of bereavement, meaning. Someone's got to write a check. Yes, yes. And uh, that person is me who had to write the check. But it was all pre-planned out. It wasn't like, you know, we're on the hook for some kind of money. But it just seemed a little a little over the top yeah. with, the, with the price tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was lucky to have my brother go and make the arrangements in upstate New York. And, uh, yeah, we got, uh, we, got the, we got the basic casket. We got the, uh, you know, like, he's... <laughs> This is the kind of guy you want doing things if you want to save yourself some money in the in the end, you know. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, because c- he said that they're showing me caskets that are like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars because they have logos on them and things like that. What the f is the point of that? What is that? Yeah, because you only uh, once you're in the ground. Yeah. No one can enjoy the logos. I, again, the the worms. Maybe. Oh, oh, she was a Patriots fan. <laughs> How about that? I like Tom Brady too. Uh, you know, but you know the uh, the uh, we we could provide her with this three hundred dollar pillow. Well, like, I, again, I, I you know I don't know if anyone is going to complain because the pillow's not comfortable. Well, I mean, you could go to get one for 20 bucks at Bed Bath & Beyond. That's why they call it that, right? <laughs> Long <laughs> that's beyond. the beyond. Yeah, yeah that's we'll the beyond you part. To make you comfortable in your casket. Uh, you know, sometimes you think about, I mean, and not to be uh, you know, insensitive in any way, but you think about, you know, if there's a way to cut corners, wouldn't it make sense to, like, grab, like, one of them cut-out boxes at the end of Costco? Yes. You know? Yes. Just put a, strap a couple of those things together because yeah. they're pretty sturdy. And we, we can uh, we can do it that way. You could, There are things, like, if you were going to cremate somebody, you could rent a casket for the day. Yeah, right. While you do the, the viewing and all that stuff. Uh, but we're, she's not being cremated. You know, this is where the uh, – this is would have made everything a lot easier and a lot cheaper. Right. But, you know, this woman was a devout Catholic, and they didn't get cremated back in the day. I mean, they're allowed to, but, you know, eh, that wasn't one of the things that uh, was part of this tradition. So we have to honor uh, what she wanted, and this this is what we're doing. Uh, But it comes down to, like, you know, the planning of everything. Where is everybody staying? You know, And then it comes to the, uh, you know, the reception afterwards. Now, it's going to be, it's maybe going to be 20 people. We're talking. Okay. Know? So we're going to do it at this, uh, like, a back room at one of these restaurants and, uh, you know, do the thing. Well, uh, you know, I don't know uh, how you are, Bax, with uh, your family uh, when it comes to it, – isn't it amazing sometimes, like, did we all come from the same vagina? Or is that, uh, like, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, you, you kind of have to say, really, you're related to me? I think when you see – and, and and not too long ago, I had a cousin that uh, that that passed away. We were very yeah. very close cousins, and and uh, you know they had a reception afterwards. Mm-hmm. And and you look around the room and you say, you know, there's yeah. a very thin DNA strand which binds us all together, and it's very very flimsy. Yes, and uh, it, to the point where, at some point during the reception, we we're like, we now must leave 
because the screaming is about to start. Yes, and that's, yes. that's that. And it wasn't just a little screaming. It was like blood-curdling screams, and it was time to go. Well, I'm not anticipating any screaming. Yeah, my family, on. you can anticipate a little bit of screaming. But you can't. I can guarantee a 100% wackiness. Right. <laughs> so uh, my my uh, my oldest sister uh, calls the other day, and uh, you know we're talking about details and who's going to be doing readings at the mass sure. and all this other things, and then it pops up that uh, her boyfriend, uh, her his uh, his birthday happens to be on the same day of this funeral. Uh, is it possible we can sing happy birthday? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the kind of people I, wait, that I'm related to. At, at the at the funeral. No, 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 no. At at least at the the reception, but still. Oh I, no. Yeah. Ward it off of the past. Do it like no, do it like no. right after the after the uh, the consecration of the host. No. Uh, my mother deserves a lot more respect than doing it at the actual funeral mass. Because I don't think the, Has, I don't, I don't, I've never seen a priest come in and start singing the Applebee's Happy Birthday song. <laughs> happy, happy birthday from Applebee's to you. Happy, happy birthday. That's <laughs> yeah, like they wheel yeah. in, they wheel in the right. saddle like you're at the Texas Roadhouse for your, uh, for your birthday. So the the collective uh, no resounding no from the rest of my family members saying hey, yeah that's not gonna happen. Like, he's a grown man. He's well into his 50s. He doesn't right. need us to sing happy birthday to is, him. Is, is, is he a long-time boyfriend here? Yes. So, uh, he's, so he's been involved in the family in the, over the years. It, you know, you're getting to, like, common-law husband. Gotcha. You know, that kind of that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just yeah. the idea that someone would even ask, yeah. do you mind if we... I In yeah. a sad... Yeah. In a sad occasion such as yeah. this, so do I, you think we could provide at least a little bit of joy to yeah. the one person who isn't really involved in this family? So this is what we do in our family. We gang up on each other because that's <laughs> that's the way to do it. You always got to get people on your side to be, you know, hey, let's do this. Right. So then I'm, uh, I'm talking to one of my other sisters, and I said, and she's like, can you believe that? And I said, yes, I can believe that, you know, that this request <laughs> came up because I wouldn't have expected anything less. And I said, but I'm going to go get a cupcake from the grocery store, and I'm going to bring it to the reception. And I'm also bringing my DJ speakers and my laptop, and we are going to blast a happy birthday and make this thing the most uncomfortable thing you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> right in the middle of the whole thing. I'm just going to bring the speaker in, set it up, and just start saying, hey, we got a birthday in the house tonight. All right. Where's the birthday boy? All right. Bring hey. on the strippers. Hey, thanks for making my mom's funeral all about you tonight. <laughs> all right. Let's give it up for Tommy. Yo, you gotta you should do one of them things where like everybody in the room offers like a like a special memory of the yeah. deceased and as soon as it's his turn, yeah. wait a minute, stop the presses before it gets too crazy in yeah. here. Then you do the birthday celebration. I mean, I feel uncomfortable when I'm the DJ at a wedding and somebody comes up and goes Unless it's the bride or the groom themselves that come up and say, "Could you please acknowledge my uncle's birthday or whatever like right. that?" I will. I have no problem doing that. But it's when somebody who's not even related to the couple or is just there at a, as a guest going, um, it's my husband's birthday. Could you say a little happy birthday for him? And I'm like, yes, why not? We just had the vows of these two people. 
uh, who are in love with each other and want to celebrate their day. But yeah. you know what? Let's stop their day <laughs> and make them realize that it's not all about them. It's about you and your husband. So I cannot wait to do this. Uh, yeah. The surprise birthday. I, I do uh, hope someone. Hope someone videos. I the, hope the somebody. Thing. I you know I have plenty of nieces and nephews that are all tech savvy. I'm sure one of them is going to put it on Snapchat or something uh, during this whole thing. But I uh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Because you know what? There's nothing that says we're going to miss you. Then forgetting all about you while we celebrate something else. Oh, yeah, we remember my mother, who never really cared for you, uh, <laughs> who wants to sing happy birthday at uh, <laughs> at your funeral. Is anyone feeling the breeze from mom spitting in her grave? Yeah, what, what is that whizzing sound? <laughs> well, that's because the dirt hasn't been put on top of the casket yet. That's why you can hear it so loud. <laughs> Anywho, oh, it's, uh, it's 821 at Rock 102. You work hard, so you deserve the good things in life, like getting an amazing deal on awesome Internet. That's why there's never been a better time to switch to Xfinity. Get the fast and reliable Internet you deserve for $29.99 a month for 24 months with a one-year contract with free professional installation included. And for the first time ever, ask how to get four times the speed for the same Internet price when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data. Just imagine, faster downloads, more streaming. The possibilities are endless. That's more speed and more value for the same price. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us and for a limited time, $300 back. So what are you waiting for? Sign up now because you deserve awesome internet. Go to Xfinity.com, call what Catawampus company you see on TV all the time just got a new shipment of their most popular beautiful baths and showers. And you won't have to wait until the cows come home to take advantage of them. These beautiful bath and shower options are in stock and ready to install as soon as next week. This limited supply offer is first come, first serve. So stop waiting till the cows come home and call Yankee Home right now. Act now and you'll also get no money down, no interest, and no payments for a full year. Or payments as low as $99 a month. Call right now and mention Rock 102 and you'll also get a free down payment coupon valued up to $1,400. That's right, a free down payment coupon valued up to $1,400. But you must call Yankee Home right now. Don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, and more. Visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Seabugs Records is the vintage record store with over 30,000 quality LPs and 45s. Rock, jazz, blues, R&B, punk, and funk. Also, CDs and music memorabilia. Seabugs gift cards make great holiday gifts. Seabugs Records, 42 Bridge Street, East Windsor, upstairs at the vintage shops. 834 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. <laughs> Here's local radio icon, Steve Nagel. You mean uh, Mr. McOchner. Mr. McOchner. Yeah, Barry McOchner. Right. Yeah, we duped Mass Live again for the Bright Lights Ball. Unbelievable. And it was awesome. You can find the picture at uh, Facebook on the Bax and O'Brien page. How about that? <laughs> you will not find it yeah. uh, on Mass Live anymore. No, they, they've changed the name back to Steve Nagel. But you, sir, are still Mr. 102. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's not really complicated. The guy asked me, uh, you know, what is your, uh, what's your name? And I said, Bax from Rock 102. 
And he said, uh, "That's what you want your name to that's, be. That's your last name. Bax one hundred two. I'm like, well, it, no, it's Bax from Rock one hundred two. And uh, he wrote down in his notebook, Bax one hundred two. And that's why, if you see that picture in Mass Live, it mm-hmm. continues to say Bax one hundred two. Uh, hey, you I, know what? I, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. At least they got a part of the name right." They got Tony Signoli and uh, Beth Ward correct. Well, because they didn't give fake names. I don't know those names are real. Yeah, yeah I didn't see Tony going, uh, my name is Mo Lester. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tony would not say that. Uh, three tornadoes hit Rhode Island and Connecticut this weekend, the National Weather Service said, uprooting trees and ripping shutters off homes. No tornadoes were recorded in either state in the month of November since 1950. In Massachusetts, the most recent November tornado was November 7th of 1971. Oh, uh, I, I remember, remember that remember well. That day. Yeah. I sure do. 1971. What would I have been? Uh, five. Yeah. Uh, the National Weather Service confirmed that three tornadoes touched down on Saturday evening. An EF-1 hit near Stonington and Westerly, Rhode Island. An EF-0 touched down in North Kingstown. EF-0? Come on. Really? That's not, a, that's not even a real storm. You can't even, how do you even track something like that? Rhode Island uh, uh, and an EF zero near it occur, near, occurred near Plainfield and Foster, Rhode Island. The zero. Come on. Not even a tornado. What are you? Zero. Yeah, like, you know, Springfield's tornado. That was a real live tornado. The uh, service also noted it was unable to adequately survey the one in Skituate. Uh, Skituate? Situate. Situate. The, uh, the C is silent. Oh. <clears throat> Much like uh, my memories of Rhode Island are very silent. See? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, it, it got pretty windy the other day, Saturday. Like, the uh, wind was blowing around pretty It was. It, and, I was uh, and I was really worried about what that would do to my hair. I just got, uh, you know, I'm talking about the funerals and everything. Yes. I just got a message from my brother that the burial might have to take place in the spring because there's going to be snow tomorrow up in uh, upstate New York. It's not like the ground is going to be frozen. Yes, but the guy does the guy who. D- All right, you got to remember, I came from uh, a town much like Redbud in uh, Chevy Chase's Funny Farm. <laughs> okay. 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 Now, yes. both times we have used this uh, cemetery, um, it's it's the, it's a little tiny cemetery out in the middle of nowhere, in upstate New York. And uh, when my dad passed away, it was in April, right? And then the, the burial wasn't until, like, after May 1st. Okay. It was, like, at the end of April that he died, and then it was after. It was, like, May 8th or 9th that he was, you know, laid to rest. And uh, we couldn't get a hold of the guy at the cemetery. This is the uh, the ditch digger. Yeah, the ditch, or the guy who, you know, the caretaker of the cemetery. Uh, because the caretaker of the cemetery... Uh, wasn't available because it, it, it was fishing season had just opened on uh, May first, and uh, he was out fishing. It was some kind of wait, walleye season or oh, something yeah. going on yeah. up there. Well, you know, with the, and, uh, the walleyes do start biting. Yeah. Well, the um, same thing happened. We can't get a hold of the guy quite yet because he's out bow hunting. All right. Uh, now, bow hunting season is a limited season. Yeah. So you have to you have to give him at least that, but. Um, when it comes to caretaking of a funeral uh, facility, um, you know, what have you, aren't there dead people going in all the time? 
Like, is there ever a time when people are not dying to get in? Uh, yeah, I don't think. I think there's always somebody. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a, in, in a situation like that, I would think that you, you you wouldn't want to have work back up. Yeah, the ground isn't frozen yet. Not so even you, close. You can still, I mean, even up there in Syracuse, they've gotten a lot of rain, but the the ground isn't frozen yet, so you could still open it up. But they have all these rules in place. So then you got to keep the body in a vault until the spring. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Yeah, how much is that going to cost? That's going to be pricey. That's what I'm saying. Uh, what's the rental fee on a vault? Yeah, they don't, they, don't, uh, they don't hold that for cheap. I could uh, open up my backyard. I'm just saying. I got. Uh, I know guys that would come and uh, dig a hole. Yeah. Well, again, uh, uh, so I'd be close to my mom. I, I could go out and uh, see her every day, and uh, I, I can. I can certainly understand the, uh, the 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 sportsman's love of killing woodland creatures with a bow and arrow. I can totally understand that, and my God, that meat is delicious. But you have a loved one that needs to be laid to rest in a cemetery. Yeah. Seems to me when push comes to shove, sometimes your choice of career must take precedent. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I know it's a limited season for deer. I assume it's deer. It's a it's bow deer. hunting deer season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a limited season. Maybe, maybe you try to go on a week where it's not so busy. But that, that's like the kind of thing. I mean, if you call, uh, let's say you called uh, any one of these cemeteries around here, uh, these big ones. Uh, what's the one on Parker Street? What's the big one on there? Uh, yeah, I know which one. Yeah. You're the Gates of Heaven. The Gates of Heaven. Right? Yeah. You call the Gates of Heaven. They probably got like five or six people in charge of that place. So one guy can go bow hunting, and the other one uh, can take care of the uh, the digging. I know. But then, yeah. it, but you got a small town cemetery. It's yeah. like one guy. It's and like, he's and, and he, even he is probably an old yeah. guy. The population of this town is like 200 people. Like it's not it's very desolate. And right. It's, it's lots of farms and stuff like that. There's not even like a like a store nearby within maybe 15 miles of this of the mm. cemetery. So who knows? Maybe it's, could they like subcontract with somebody who's willing to do it like on a part-time basis? Yeah, I don't know if you can do that or not. Really? I mean I mean not to say you know how hard is it to dig a a grave. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of backbreaking work. Yeah, but, but you're putting tire track. You're putting those uh, the tracks from the bobcat that goes in there and, and digs that yeah. thing out. But you know, so, even uh, like when the when the Red Sox uh, are, are playing baseball, at some point, you know, the starting pitcher has to be relieved. So in in, in this situation, if the starting grave digger has to be relieved because he's got somewhere else to go or can't do the job, you got to go to the bullpen and grab another guy who can finish the work. I think the uh, the real question is uh, who's taking care of the caretaker's daughter while the caretaker's busy taking care. You know what I'm saying? That's yes, old, that's yes. Old, that's, an old, could, that's an old Bobby Darren tune. I bet you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, now you do. He's a little bit before my time. I didn't realize an old an old coot like yourself was going to bring up the old the old time oldies, well, the good old I, fashioned fun what, oldies. That's what I grew up with. Uh, a motorcycle crash on the Mass Pike is uh, causing some traffic delays in Westfield. I don't know how old this story is. Oh, I'm sorry. The crash the crash was cleared by 6 a.m. No. So why are we even talking about 842? it? 842? Uh, the crash happened on uh, I-90 westbound near Exit 41, which I believe is the old Exit 3. The off-ramp was temporarily closed, but has since reopened. Well, there you go. So now we know. Everything is resolved. So for those of you who are wondering why you are slow down, now you know.
Uh, Palmer police uh, are asking for the public's health, locating a teenager who has been missing since last week. According to Palmer Police Sergeant David Burns, 16-year-old Olivia Mayu was last seen on November 8th. She's believed to have uh, last been wearing a black sweatshirt with a design on it. Olivia is about five foot six and weighs about 120 pounds, has blue eyes and black hair. Her whereabouts are currently unknown. If you uh, recognize her, there is a photo up on uh, Western Mass News that you can see. Uh, you are asked to call the Palmer Police. Uh, on Thursday, around 10.45 p.m., Springfield police saw a car idling in a CVS parking lot on State Street. Now, officers saw the car to be taking up two spaces that included a handicapped spot. This is an outrage. <clears throat> it is an outrage. You're using your you're using uh, the handicap spot where someone could someone with a disability might need that space to do their business inside that CVS. According to uh, spokesman Ryan Walsh, the car did not have a handicap placard or permit and was not a registered vehicle. An officer approached a man later identified as 30 year old Michael Pinkney from Springfield. Pinkney did not have insurance and had a suspended license. Pinkney, 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 Pinkley. Pinkley. Pinkley, Pinkley, Pinkley. That's a John Pinkley Jr. Yeah, right. That's his the name. Pinkley Winkley. Uh, after uh, taking Pinkley into custody, officers found a loaded firearm, crack cocaine, and cocaine inside his jacket. All because you were stupid enough to park in a handicap Now, spot. I happen to have been dr- driving by that CVS just the other day on State Street. Yeah. There's ample parking all over the place. You don't have to park straddling two parking spaces Ever. Never mind the fact that one is meant for disabled motorists. Yeah. There's other places for you to park, you idiot. And at 1045 at night, that parking lot's probably wide open. Not that many people at 1045 at night. You go in there, you, you pick and choose where you want to park. As long as you're not parking in, in a space that you are not designated to drive in. You know, had he, he just minded his own, uh, minded the rules of the road, he'd still be out there right now. I... Getting what he needed at CVS and not being under the uh, the uh, the control of the Springfield Police. It sounds like he didn't care w- w- what happened. He didn't care, really, really. Uh, we've seen people use dolls, cardboard cutouts, and even Halloween skeletons to scam their way into that carpool lane. You know the one they have like down in Hartford. I know. Uh, so it's kind of refreshing to uh, see someone keeping it simple. Like a man on Long Island, New York got pulled over on Thursday for dressing his passenger seat up like a person. He draped a winter coat over it, pulled the hood up over the headrest. He also put a baseball cap on it and then pulled the bill down to hide the fact that it was a headrest, not an actual person's head. An officer saw saw him drive by and thought something about the passenger didn't quite look right. So they pulled him over and posted the picture of it online. They gave the guy a ticket for using the HOV lane without a passenger and then sent him on his way. Did he get back in the HOV lane? Uh, he probably did. It does look like a person. I'm looking at the picture now. It does look like a person uh, in the seat. Well, you know, I mean, probably had some place to be. You know, and what better way is there to avoid all that traffic than to go in the express lanes? I'm sorry, sir. Who is your passenger? Well, this is my lovely wife. Well, why is she so flat-chested? <laughs> well, she's she suffers from a glandular condition. Yeah, she has a, she has a bad back. Yeah, her bad back happens to be... A seat. Uh, uh, normal bread uh, kind of sounds lame after this. 7-Eleven is now selling a new Thanksgiving sandwich with bread that's supposed to taste like stuffing or dressing, if you're in one of those places that yeah, calls right. it that. 
It's called the Thanksgiving Turkey Sub. It comes with deli-style butterball turkey, white cheddar cheese, and cranberry mayonnaise, all on a sub-sandwich-style roll that has a, quote, stuffing-flavored base. They're pre-made and cost $5. Oh, they must be delicious. Where are they selling these? 7-Eleven. Hmm. Seems like a fairly plausible thing to eat. I only know of one 7-Eleven nearby. Uh, Alan and Cooley, right? Uh... Is that still a 7-Eleven? I believe it's still a 7-Eleven. There's one in South Hadley. Well, then now you know There's of two. two. And then there was one in Holyoke that is now, like, something else. Because that guy wasn't... Fo- we did a story about that. The guy wasn't uh, following all the freezy rules. Right, yes. I don't know what he was doing. He was selling them, like, in different it cups like, or something. It was like freezy anarchy. Like, yeah. like no rules, no, yeah. no repercussions. It was like Thunderdome. It was crazy. It, it was a complete dystopian, freezy society. Listen, if I'm going to go get a uh, a sub that tastes like Thanksgiving, that must taste like a lonely Thanksgiving. Because I think the only people that are buying a Thanksgiving sub from Turkey have no family or friends to be with. Yeah, I know. I, uh, there's a place up in uh, in Vermont that we go to, mm-hmm. like in, in the town that we uh, that we have our RV up. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's this little hole in the wall it's literally a general store but they make unbelievably great sandwiches and they're selling something now for thanksgiving called the tryptophanus rex Ooh, that sounds uh and it's you know it's it's a grilled turkey sa- uh, sandwich with like literally everything inside of it and it looks so friggin' good a tryptophanus rex now that is a sandwich i would go get but if you tell me listen there's a convenience store or a gas station with uh, with a with a sandwich that has, was uh, made within the last two or three weeks and has been wrapped in cellophane mm-hmm. and vacuum packed, I might not necessarily go and uh, take advantage of it. I might just say, I think I'll make my own. Yeah, I think it's always going to be better to make your own. Anyway. Is, I mean, I'm just wondering if if that's like a like a like an odd, inappropriate, in, you know, preconceived notion on my part, mm-hmm. or am I just being completely sane, so sane that I'm making the most amount of sense? I've ever made in my life. Well, nobody likes sanity. Everybody loves insanity. I know. You got to live life on the edge, Max. I try to, Steve. I'm going to go live life on the edge by buying a Thanksgiving sub from a 7-Eleven. You're living dangerous. You're so uh, da- you're so dangerous. Uh, I can't. I don't have enough time to tell you about this right now. But coming up after the uh, the break and the song, yes, I'll tell you about an event you ain't gonna want to miss, my friend. All right, I'm ready. It's uh, it's uh, the weather. It's 36 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, <laughs> and that's the news on Rock 102. Hiya. Attention New England. Leototo Wilbraham is now the area's authorized Kelly Blue Book buying center. Leototo Wilbraham. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 855 and the Foo Fighters on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 48. Tomorrow, more of the same. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Let me blow you away. All right, I'm ready. Unless you've got something else. No, i got nothing. Massachusetts State Representatives Orlando Ramos and Springfield Legislative Delegation will be joined by the owners of Sitco, right? All right. Zitco in the heart of the Pine Point community for the grand opening today. Today. Today today is the grand opening yeah. for a new gas station in yeah. Pine Point. Uh, according to news reports and fire officials, uh, almost two years ago, the station was destroyed by a fire with an exclamation point. 
the residents of Pine Point are excited to have the gas station reopen as it has been a true gem on Boston Road in Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, I know exactly which one they're talking about. Our long national nightmare is over. It Our is... gem is back. Do you realize that you have to drive up to two or three blocks away from that intersection to buy gasoline? This is uh, this is the best news ever. This is tremendous news. I, I've never been more excited in my life. You know, we lived in Pine Point for a good period of time. Yeah. I'd go, I'd, I'd drive past that gas station and, and and would say to myself, man, I wish that thing wasn't burned out. I'd get gas right here because I'm, I'm, I'm so close to my house. But yet at the same time, everything's burned out. Rejoice as the Sitco gas station at 736 Boston Road will reopen today at 11 a.m. Steve, if I get there at like 1059... Am I getting there a little too early? Is that a little gauche? I can't imagine this thing lasting more than 30 seconds. Like, I want to uh, be the first guy in there to buy like a bottle of soda and some Zagnuts. You know, yeah. I, I want to be that guy. Is uh, Orlando Ramos uh, going to get a Red Bull and, uh, you know. Uh, maybe. Maybe. It, yeah, you know. I'll, get some, uh, I'll get a Red Bull and I'll get some Skittles. Yeah, this is this is like the best thing of my day. Maybe maybe like a uh, like a monster drink and a couple of scratchies, and I'll be ready to go. This is crazy. This is this is this great is news, man. It's going to be a party boom party. The the kind of uh, of boost this will provide for that particular intersection cannot be overstated. I feel a little slighted that I wasn't asked to be the DJ at this event. You know, Steve, I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't necessarily think that either one of us are entitled to be involved in every major opening around the city. I mean, it's it's nice when we're asked, of course, but you know, are we entitled to it? Uh, I, yeah, it's a little strong of a word, I think. I just got uh, this one uh, from uh, from Billy the Trash Man, right? Yes. Billy says uh, the news is so behind; he's been open for about a month and a half now. Yeah, but but it's today the is the grand opening. opening. Yeah, yeah it's you, the grand opening. Billy, you don't know nothing about nothing. Let me tell you something. When they open up a business, it's always a soft opening. You don't just open up a gas station and convenience store yeah. and expect that everything's going to run smooth. You do it slowly in incremental steps. But once they cut that ribbon, that's it. It's you know, it's it's up for business. Those big scissors. The big giant scissors. Yeah, or the, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> You've been open for a month. No, it's a soft open for a month. Today is the big day. This is where they really, they, this is where they introduce premium gasoline to those tanks. That's right. They only had regular unleaded for the last, it's only 87. <laughs> and, yeah, and now you've got 93. How about that chisney? That's huh? it. All for right. all your high performance vehicles running up and down Boston Road. Yeah. Now you're going to need, now you'll have a place to go. It's 859 at Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at gginks.com. gginks.com. Spectrum Mobile is reinventing wireless again. Get unlimited on two-plus lines for $29.